0: The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Yet a little while and the world will see me no more. But you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
1: In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You never really know someone until you love them. Sure, you may know a lot about someone, but knowing a lot of data never amounts to knowing the person. Knowing someone means seeing into the heart, and love is the only mode of knowing and seeing into another person. This is why Jesus says the world cannot see nor know him. The world does not love him. We must define how Jesus uses the phrase the world. It isn't simply the planet Earth or all the people on Earth. The world is that which is opposite of heaven. In John chapter 8, verse 23, Jesus says to the Pharisees who are openly against him, You are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. Jesus was obviously present on earth. But what he said contrasts how he is from heaven and not the world, and his way of life is heavenly. And not worldly. In today's gospel, the world is the life that disregards God. God's way never disregards the world. John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 say, For God so loved the world, and for God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world but in order that the world might be saved through him. Before the world could love or not love God, God's love was already present. God's love is not a response, but makes the possibility for the world to love. This is precisely why Jesus knows the world. He created the world with his love and the freedom to love Or not love in return. Of course, Adam and Eve chose not to love. But Jesus, already fully loving them, saw into their heart and their need for salvation. The meaning of the third article of the Creed in the small catechism confesses that we believe we cannot believe. Jesus saves us unless the Holy Spirit enters into our hearts. Martin Luther said, God the Father sends the Holy Spirit to preach Christ into my heart and to fill it with his consolation. This is the main glory and prerogative of the Holy Spirit. Like John 14, 17, and 18 says, Jesus enters the heart by the Holy Spirit to know us and to reveal we are not abandoned. The Holy Spirit doesn't give you data on Jesus. The Holy Spirit delivers the presence of Jesus. With Jesus present in you, he's manifesting himself to you, which is none other than loving you. The Holy Spirit brings Jesus, his love, and imprints both on your heart to love God in return by living in love. For most people, the impression is musicians or visual artists create when they're inspired, or to put it another way, when they feel like it. This is a misnomer. Looking back over music and art history, you'll find most musicians and artists acting like shop owners. They get up, put in their eight hours a day, whether they feel like it or not. It is in these moments where their love for the craft is most clearly revealed. Because love is manifested in actions rather than feelings. Whether you're a musician, painter, shop owner, or whatever you do, love reveals there is more to know, more to serve, more to life. So you are to keep creating and participating. In a sense, love never gives up. The Holy Spirit does the same. It never stops reminding you how much Jesus loves you. Since love pre-exists you, Jesus keeps drawing you closer, keeps participating in your life. He never gives up and keeps loving regardless of whether you see it or not, whether you feel it or not. Jesus does this for you. Because his desire is for you to know him. Love is the mode to knowing God. But you need the love of God, not the love of the world, in order to love God. Verse 13 of the Christmas hymn, From Heaven Above to Earth I Come, petitions God to make our heart a manger, to transform our bodies into a dwelling place for Christ. With Christ present in our heart by the Holy Spirit, our lives are resurrected, something we sing in verse 1 of the hymn, Awake My Heart With Gladness. With Christ present in our hearts, and alive and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we love God. This isn't something based on our love, but based on God's love, as the hymn, Lord, Thee I Love With All My Heart, confesses. In John 14, 1, Jesus says to us, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe in me. During these days, our hearts can be troubled. We can get anxious or angry. But this is the way of the world. Rather than looking at the world, Jesus petitions us to look into God's heart. In God's heart, our hearts find peace. Not like the world gives, but the peace only God can give. The peace of unconditional love. Christ knows your hearts, fears, angers, and worries. But also its hopes, desires, and loves. Confess your sins, so he may make your heart his abode. Then, as he did when he walked in this world, may he lead you in the way of peace, enlivened by the Holy Spirit to love him. Then, in love, may you come to know and see how God is present with you in all circumstances, and find peace. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.